Welcome to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering, thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program. On this track, you're going to hear an episode from the sitcom known as The Aldrich Family. It is entitled Parents' Day from October 26, 1952. The Aldrich Family originated from a Broadway stage comedy, What a Life, in 1937. It was about a typical middle-class, small-town American teenager named Henry Aldrich. The character was first heard on the radio in sketches on the Rudy Valley show in 1938, and it was so popular that it became a regular feature on the Kate Smith show. Eventually, it got its own half-hour weekly series on NBC, beginning in the summer of 1939, as the summer replacement for the Jack Benny show, and was on the air for the next 16 years all but two years on NBC. 1944-46, to 46, CBS carried the series. The actor best remembered, and who most often played the part of Henry Aldrich, was Ezra Stone. He was sometimes replaced by either Norman Toker or Raymond Ives, Dickie Jones or Bobby Ellis. His best friend, Homer Brown, was played by Jackie Kelk, and Henry's father was played by House Jameson, and his mother by... Catherine Raitt. His sister Mary played by Anne Lincoln. The series had more than a few people playing the roles over the 17 years on the air, all but House Jameson, who played Dad throughout the radio and even the television version. 17 years, House Jameson played Dad. The show had a signature opening with Mother calling, Henry, Henry Aldrich and Henry answered in his squeaky voice, Coming, Mother! Henry was always getting into all sorts of teen trouble, but most of his problems usually concerned hopeful encounters with members of the opposite sex. It was interesting that though the show was on for 17 years in total, Henry only got one year older. Ah, the magic of audio versus video, right? Anyway... It was a very entertaining and popular show. So here is their Parents' Day episode from 1942. Thank you for listening. And now it's the Aldrich family on NBC. Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, Mother! Yes, it's The Orange Family is transcribed, written by Clifford Goldsmith. Men who work with figures say that the average American family consists of 4.2 persons. And that certainly is true of The Aldrich Family. For Sam and Alice, Mary and Henry always add up to 4.2. The extra two-tenths is contributed by Henry because he's a typical teenage boy 
plus a little something extra. The scene opens in the Aldrich hallway. The time is evening. Hey, Henry, what are you doing? Looking for the phone book, Homer. Are your folks gonna be there tomorrow? Beware, Homer. At school. Have you forgotten, Henry? Tomorrow is Parents' Day. Shh, Homer, not so loud. Huh? My folks are right there in the living room. Are they going, Henry? No. Boy, am I lucky. They've forgotten all about it. Well, how do you know? Well, the notice came two weeks ago, and my mother put it on the table. Then about three days later, somebody threw it out. I forget who. Boy, I sure hope my folks forget. If there's one thing I hate, it's Parents' Day. Same here. Did you go all the pieces, too, on that day? Henry! Uh, yes, Mother? Why don't you and Homer come into the living room? Well, I've got to put in a call, Mother. Who are you going to call? Viola Farnsworth. Thought you told me to get a date for tomorrow night. Well, sure, but what do you want to take Viola for? Listen, Homer, she's a darn good-looking girl. Number, please. Elm 273. Elm 273. Yes, please. Henry, didn't you ask Viola to go to something a week ago? Sure. And she turned you down, didn't she? Homer, the reason she turned me down was because... Will you please stop breathing down my neck? Henry, she'll only turn you down again. Why embarrass yourself? Homer, do you hear me? Can't you go in the living room and read the National Geographic? Okay, but don't say I didn't warn you. Hello? Hello? This is Hen. Who? Hen, don't you remember? Henry. Oh! How are you, Viola? Fine. Henry who? <laughs> she was Henry Aldridge. Oh, hello. Are, are you studying hard for tomorrow? You mean for Parents' Day? Yes. Yes. Well, would you like to go to a dance tomorrow night? With you? Sure. No, thank you. Well... You mean you can't? Yes. Would you like to do anything Saturday night? No, thank you. I'm going to be busy Saturday night. How about a week from Saturday night? Well, I can't very well tell what I'll be doing that far ahead. Oh. Well, I guess I'll see you at school tomorrow. You will? All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Henry. Don't bother me, Homer. Didn't I tell you you shouldn't ask her? Listen, Homer, you don't even know what she said to me. All right, Henry. I wasn't going to tell you because I was afraid it'd hurt your feelings, but, well, I happen to know Viola doesn't want to go out with you. How do you know that? She told Agnes Lawson. She did? Sure. Do you know what she said her folks said? What? That you weren't the right kind of company for her, and they didn't want her to be seen with you. Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth said that about me? Why should you care what they say, Henry? You've got lots worse things to worry about than that. What? Well, I'm not sure, but when I was in the living room just now, I think I heard your father say something about coming to school tomorrow. You couldn't have. All I know, Henry, is what I thought I heard. Gee whiz. Where's my coat? Right there on the floor. <laughs> you want me to get a date for you tomorrow night? No, I don't. Well, so long. So long. And Homer, when you see Agnes, will you please tell her to stop spreading stories about Viola? What'd she say against Viola? You know what you just told me. Oh, Father? Yes? Father, could I ask you something? What's on your mind? Well, how's... How's business? Business? Quite good, thank you. Henry, have you done all your studying for this evening? I'm getting my book out right now, Mother. I just... Father, are, are you going to be busy tomorrow? Why, I expect to be. Where? What do you mean, where? Well, uh, at the office... Or around town? I'm going to my office in the morning, if that's what you mean. You are? And will you be quite busy down there? I hope so. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear the business is so good. And I'm glad you feel that way. Sam, can I get you something? No, thanks. I'm going upstairs a moment. Henry, please get on with your homework. I am, Father. 
Mother. Mother, do you mind if I ask you something? Oh, if it hasn't anything to do with your algebra. Gee, it hasn't anything to do with anything. Do you know Viola's mother and father? Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth? I know them slightly. Oh. Mother, did father say he was going to be busy all day? Henry, I thought you were going to study. I am studying my Latin. Look, I'm on page 18. Well, suppose you keep right on, then. Omnes artes quae ad humani. You know what Agnes said somebody said about me? What? Never mind, nothing. But, gee, I don't see how our folks can jump to conclusions when they don't even know me. Whose folks don't even know you? Anybody's, anybody's. Gee whiz, what's so terrible about me? Henry, are you translating Latin? Who, me? Sure. Mother, do you think Viola Farnsworth is so good-looking? What's that? I mean, what right has Homer got? Homer? Dear, is there something in that book that confuses you? No, gee whiz. Mother, would you mind asking Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth over here for dinner sometime? Dear, we don't even know Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth. That isn't the point, Mother. You're just looking at things backwards. Have you ever met the Farnsworths? Well, yes, but only under what you might call unfavorable circumstances. So why couldn't you have them over here sometime and let them see what Father is really like? What is what? Henry getting his work done? What's that, Father? Henry, I think you'd get a great deal more work done if you'd take your book and go up to your room. Now? Now. Before Mother answers my question? Henry? Yes, Father, I'll go. Oh, only first. Mother, may I ask one thing? Well? Well, if you should meet me on the street, out of a clear sky, see, and you never met me before, what would you say? Why, I think I'd say, here comes a very fine-looking young man. You would? Well, good night. Good night. Good night. Alice. Yes, Sam? Why in the world did he ask that? Now, dear, didn't you ever wonder the same thing about yourself? Yes, but I never went around asking people. <laughs> Sam, how would you like to have Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth over for dinner some evening? What on earth for? Well, if I read between the lines, Henry wants them to see that his family is at least civilized. Well, what are the Farnsworths like? No, I'd like to know too, dear. Why couldn't we at least ask them to join us tomorrow? You mean when we go over to the school? Yes. Why? Well, they've never been to parents' day. Well, give them a ring. Only, Alice, are you quite sure we shouldn't tell Henry that we're going to be there? Sam, you know how nervous Henry got when we went last year. I think it would be much nicer just to surprise him. I'll bring your bacon in in just a moment, Sam. Did you reach the Farnsworths? No, dear, I just tried them again. They must be pretty social. Out last night, line busy this morning. I guess they're out of our class. Will you call Henry, please? Henry! Yes, Father, I'm coming right now. Could you sort of tighten this tie for me, please? What are you wearing a bow tie for? Well, I don't know. I just thought maybe it would make me look different. From what? From... Please sit down and eat your cereal. Yes, Father. And don't spill anything. I've never seen you look so neat, and I'd like to save the memory. <laughs> yes, sir. Would you mind asking me some of the questions in this history book while I'm eating? Very well. This is something you're going to have in school today? Yes, sir. Well, in, in a way, it is. When did the Civil War start? April 12, 1861. Did the move to secede have general acquiescence among the southern states? What's that? Did the move to secede have general acquiescence among the southern states? 
Acquiescence? Will you pass the cream, please? There you are. How do you spell that word? A-C-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. -E -E. Oh, acquiescence, sure, naturally. What does it mean? Well, that was when the war started. Things were sort of mixed up in there. Henry, suppose you go in the living room and look up the word in the dictionary. Now? Now. Yes, Father. Acquiescence. A-C-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. Sam! Yeah? Well, they're still busy. Who? The Farnsworths. I just tried to phone them again. Alice, are you sure we shouldn't tell Henry that we're trying to get them to go down to the high school with us? Dear, why not wait and make it a double surprise? Father, acquiescence means to accept. That's fine. Uh, Kentucky didn't do it, and Missouri didn't know what to do. Hey, Henry, anybody home? Gee whiz, is that you, Homer? You know what time it is? Well, boy, I've got to go, Mother. I certainly don't want to be late on... on... Goodbye, Mother. Take your banana, dear. I've got it. <laughs> Rest your time. Oh, gee whiz, is that crooked again? And thanks very much for all your other help, Father. Goodbye. Gee, Henry, am I sick. What's the matter, Homer? My darn folks are coming to school. Oh, boy, that's tough. And you know what's going to happen? My teachers are all going to call on me and make a fool of my whole family. Boy, I'm sure glad I'm not in your shoes, Homer. wonderful idea. Well, what is it, Homer? As long as this is Parents' Day, don't you think it'd be a good idea if instead of my coming into English class, I act as sort of an usher? An usher? Well, sure. I'll stand right outside the classroom, see? And whenever I see a parent that doesn't look as though he knows where he's going, I'll say, wouldn't you like to step in here and listen to English? Well, it's very thoughtful of you, Homer, but we're going to need you in the spelling bee. <laughs> in the spelling bee? Of course. It's going to be one of the main features of the day. Some of the boys are going to spell against some of the girls. I think the parents would enjoy that, don't you? If I'm in it, mine won't. You are in it. Oh, boy. Miss Eggleston, I know this sounds like an excuse, but frankly, I've got a sore throat. Oh, Homer, I'm sorry, but I'm busy, and I shall have to ask you to leave the room. Yes, Miss Eggleston, I'll go. But my throat's getting worse every second. Hey, Homer. Let me alone, Henry, will you? How about delivering this note to Viola Farnsworth? No. Please, Homer. Henry, why are you wasting time writing her notes? I didn't write it. I didn't write a word of it. I just cut it out of a book. Well, let's see it. It's just a little write-up, Homer. Here, it's about my father. Gee whiz, what was that printed in? In his college yearbook when he graduated. He was a big shot in his class. Boy, does he look different. <laughs> what did they call him? Dapper Sam? Sure, Dapper Sam. Here, read the whole thing. Dapper Sam Aldridge, perhaps a bit stuffy at times, but generous, brilliant, and most likely to succeed. Pretty good, huh? What do they mean by stuffy? Well, my mother got him over that. <laughs> How about it? Won't you please give it to Viola? If I will, will you do something for me? Sure. Okay. Go in and tell Miss Eggleston you'd like to take my place in the spelling bee. Oh, now, wait a minute, Homer. What spelling bee? Just a little spelling bee. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fun for who? Henry, my folks are going to be there, and yours aren't. Homer, I've got a sore throat. Don't give me that. I thought you said you'd help me if I'd help you. But, Homer, you know what my spelling is like. Do you want me to give this note to Viola? Well, sure, but that's entirely different. Do you, or don't you want it to know your father used to be considered bright? Bright. <laughs> 
I think it would be very nice if we introduced our visitors. Class, this is Homer Brown's mother and father, Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Uh, now then, who would like to answer the first question? Oh, I would, Miss <laughs> Well, that's fine. But I think we should let Homer have the honor. Uh, Homer, will you stand up, please? Yes, Miss Buckley. Don't you miss my books? <laughs> now, Homer... In what year did the Civil War begin? Why, you... Well... In what year? In what year? The Civil War? <laughs> was that in today's lesson, Miss Buckley? Yes, it was. Oh. Well, I guess I'm not thinking very fast. Well, that's quite all right, Homer. Suppose we let you sit down and give you another chance later on. Yes, Miss Buckley. Um, Henry Aldrich, would you tell us the answer? Who, me? Well, it was, it was in 1861. That is correct. To be exact, April 12th. Thank you, Henry. You may sit down. Yes, Miss Buckley. Well, I see we have some more visitors. How do you do? How do you do? Uh, class, we're glad to welcome Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich and Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth. Good morning, Mr. Uh, I believe there are plenty of chairs right here in front. Thank you. Uh, now then... Suppose we let Viola Farnsworth answer this next question. Yes, Miss Buckley. What were the basic causes of the Civil War? Slavery and economic difference. Oh, that's fine. Now, the next question, um, I, uh, I think we should let Henry Aldrich have the next one in honor of his parents. Uh, Henry? Yes, Miss Buckley. Did the move to secede have general acquiescence among the southern states? Well, I, um, I'll tell you, Miss Farnsworth, I, I mean, Miss Buckley. Take your time. Well, I guess I'm afraid. Henry, you told me at breakfast Kentucky and Missouri were doubtful states. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, Mr. Aldrich, but I'm afraid we'll have to ask our visitors not to give any assistance. I beg your pardon. Homer? Yeah, yes, Miss Buckley? That piece of paper that you just started to pass to Viola, does that, um, does that have anything to do with our Civil War history? Well, it's from around that time. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm quite sure then all of us will be interested in hearing what it has to say. You mean... You mean you want to see this? Will you stand up and read it, please? The only thing is, it's... It's... Now, let's forget that we have visitors. Just stand up and read it right out. Right out? I think we should keep up on everything that anyway pertains to history. But, but Miss Buckley... Homer. Yes, ma'am. It says, Dapper Sam Aldridge. Perhaps a bit stuffy at times, but generous, brilliant. Homer. Sam. Henry. <laughs> His voice has thrilled millions. His curly locks have been compared to spun gold. His background makes him a man among men. Who is he? None other than Phil Harris. And this evening, why not join Phil and his long-suffering wife, Alice Fay, in another of the funny misadventures? Then for another Theater Guild on the Air presentation, listen to Madeline Carroll, Burgess Meredith, and Melville Cooper 
in the Broadway hit Hobson's Choice. Each Sunday over most of these same NBC stations, Theater Guild on the Air brings you stars of Broadway and Hollywood. News comes next with Martha Roundtree's Meet the Press, and here is your chance to sit in on America's only public press conference as the personalities in the news answer questions asked by a panel composed of prominent reporters. So check your newspaper for broadcast times and listen in this evening for more top NBC radio entertainment with the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, Theater Guild on the Air, and Meet the Press. Now getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Henry, not knowing his mother and father were planning to visit his school on Parents' Day, has agreed to take part in a spelling bee in place of Homer Brown. The scene opens in a school corridor, a few minutes before the contest is scheduled to begin. You wait, Homer. You just wait. Henry, could I help it if she made me read it? If you think I'm going to go into that spelling bee for you, you're crazy. But, Henry, you've got to. Oh, no, I don't. I'm going to tell Miss Eggleston to put you back in. Listen, Henry, you gave me your word. You're in the spelling bee. Henry! Yes, Father? May I speak with you, please? You know what you're going to say. So long, Henry. I'm going into the arts and crafts exhibit. Henry, I don't believe I've ever been quite so embarrassed in my life. Father, I didn't know Homer was going to read that. The whole thing was out of my control. That isn't what I'm referring to. Then what is it? In history class. You're not remembering that it was Kentucky. But, Father, my mind went blank. Didn't I send you into the living room during breakfast to look up the key word acquiescence? And didn't you come back and tell me the correct answer? Yes, Father. Then why did you act as though you didn't have a tongue? Because right at that minute, I, I couldn't have told you my own name. Henry! Yes, Mother? Where's the arts and crafts exhibit? Gee, I, I don't think you and Father would enjoy seeing that, Mother. Don't you have anything in there? Well, yes, but wouldn't you rather have me take you around the building and show you the gymnasium or something? In what room is the exhibit? Well, I don't know the exact room. Well, will you please go down the hall and ask someone? Yes, Mother, I'll go. Sam? Yes, Alice? I'm not sure, but I don't think I like the Farnsworths. Frankly, I don't like them either. Did you see Mr. Farnsworth's face when Henry couldn't answer that question? I saw it. Hey, Mother, the exhibit's right here in room 101. Well, let's go in. I warn you, you won't like it. Oh, yes, we will. My goodness, look at all the things. Look at that card table. Henry, did one of the students build that? Yes, sir. But, but that was sort of an advanced course. Henry, look out. You're backing into someone. Oh, oh gee whiz, excuse me. Well, that's all right. I hardly felt it. Oh, is that you, Mr. Farnsworth? It is. Henry, your father and I go to walk over and look at the mechanical drawing. All right. Young man. Yes, Mr. Farnsworth? Do you happen to know who built this model airplane? Well, well that was built by five or six of the boys. They all sort of got together on it. Were you one of them? No. No, I wasn't. Hmm. Now, what did you build? Well, I sort of... I built this thing right here. What is it? Well, it isn't anything. It's just a paperweight. Well, how did you happen to put your time in on a thing like that? Well, it's nothing but a brass ball. Well, I made it out of a square block, see, on a machine. I thought it'd be fun to see if I could make it perfectly round. Father! Yes, Viola? Well, hello, Viola. We were just looking at Henry's paperweight. <laughs> Henry, did you make that? Sure. Would you like me to show you some of these other things? Oh, no, it's almost time for the spelling bee. The spelling bee? Are you in that, too? Of course. Do you mean to say, young man, that you were in it? Well, in a way, I am. It ought to be quite a contest. Yes. I was just looking at this card here by your paperweight. 
Did you letter this? Yes, sir. It says sphere made by Henry Aldrich, and sphere is spelled S-P-E-R-E. How can you spell it that way? <laughs> Henry, you kill me. Listen, Viola, anybody would think you never made any mistakes. Henry, isn't that the bell for the spelling bee? Yes, I think it is, Father. This is something I don't want to miss, Mr. Aldrich. Your daughter pretty good at spelling? Well, I'll certainly stake her against any boy any time. Yes? Well, just to be a good sport, I'll stake Henry against any girl. Father, you, you, you don't really want to go in there, do you? I'd like to see anyone keep me out. Come on, Father, we're going to be late. Right, Sam, wait for me. Hmm? Mother, are you coming too? Well, of course I am. Well, well, look, do you have any use for this paperweight on your desk? Henry, did you make that? Sure. Could you just put it in your pocketbook? Well, dear, I can't very well carry a brass ball like that around. Aren't you supposed to leave it here on exhibit? She was, no. Don't know why I entered it here in the first place. Sam. What? Put this paperweight in your pocket and hurry up or we'll be late to the spelling bee. Now then, please. The boys will stand on this side of the room and the girls on the other side. Uh, yes, Miss Eggleston. Incidentally, uh, perhaps I should have said beforehand how delighted we are to have so many guests present. Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth, Mr. and Mrs. Brown, Mr. Marshall, Mrs. Johnson, that's Teresa Johnson's aunt, of course, and Mr. and Mrs. Sam Aldridge. Now then, let's draw the first word for the girls' team. Betty Chase, your word is reconnoiter. Reconnoiter. R-E-C-O-N-N-O-I-T-E-R. Correct. And now the boys. Willie Marshall, I believe your word is to be... Erysipelas. Erysipelas. E-A-R-Y-S-I-P-E-L-A-S. Wrong. Wrong. Viola Farnsworth. Erysipelas. E-R-Y-S-I-P-E-L-A-S. That's very good. Viola's one of our best spellers. We're very proud of Viola. The next word will be spelled by Henry Aldrich. Yes, Miss Eggleston. Biscuit. Biscuit? Yes. <laughs> That you eat? Well, if that's the way you think about it. B-I-S-C-U-I-T? Correct. Correct? The next word. R-R-A-S-S-E-D. Amber. Correct. Well, there aren't quite as many standing as there were a few minutes ago, are there? No, 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 no. Now, let me see. Uh, Toby Smith, the next word is psychology. That's a sense, psychology. P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y. Sorry, that's wrong. Wrong? Betty Chase, will you spell it for us? Psychology. P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y. Correct. But that's the way I spelled it. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, yeah, you did, Miss Eggleston. That's the way. He did, boys? Yes, ma'am. Well, Toby, I wish you'd spell a little more slowly. You may remain standing. And, Betty, you'll have to have another word. Yes, Miss Eggleston. Your word is deceitful. D-E-C-E-I-T-F-U-L-L. Wrong. Oh, no, I wasn't. It's I before E except after C. But that isn't where you went wrong. Henry Aldrich. Yes, Miss Eggleston. D-E-C-E-I-T-F-U-1-L. Right. Oh, I don't know why, Henry. 
Wrong? Well, now there are only two left standing, which makes it very exciting. Viola Farnsworth and Henry Aldridge. The next word is for Henry. Ukulele. <laughs> Ukulele. UK. No. UK. No. Well, which is it? UK. U-K-U-L-E-L-E. -E. Ukulele. Right. Oh, boy. Now, Viola, your word is acquiescence. Oh, gee whiz. I'm sorry. Let's not have any remarks. It's Viola's turn. Acquiescence. A-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. -E -E. You're wrong. Oh, boy. Now, 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 just a moment. Viola's not down unless Henry spells it correctly. Henry, it's up to you. Oh, boy. Oh, come, come on, Henry. What are you doing, Henry? Come on. Come on, Henry. Quiet now, please. Let's not confuse him. Acquiescence. <clears throat> Acquiescence. A-C-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. -E -E. Right. The boys win. Oh, Well, son, were you nervous? Well, I was at first, Father, but all of a sudden I forgot that you were in the room and Mother and Mr. and Mrs. Farnsworth. And then I remembered breakfast and you sitting there with my book and your boiled egg. And, and then... <laughs> then acquiescence came right back into my mind. Sam, the Farnsworths left word that they were driving on home. Alone? I think they preferred going alone. Well, the feeling is mutual. Hey, Henry, you're wanted in the main office. Oh, gee whiz. Mr. Bradley, sore as the deuce. What about? Well, didn't you take that paperweight out of the arts and crafts exhibit? Sure, but it's mine, Homer. That doesn't make any difference. He says you're to take it right straight back and leave it there until you get your award. My award? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You got third prize. Perform in precision. No kidding. Well, what do you know? And Viola wants an answer to a note she gave me to give to you. Uh, a note from Viola? Where is it, Homer? I lost it. <laughs> you lost it? I remember what she said, though. Well, what did she say? Dear Henry, would you please accept my humble apologies? Well, Homer, tell her... Tell her I acquiesce. <laughs> Under the symbol of the red feather, more than 17,000 local agencies serve their communities. For instance, the United Community Campaigns must raise money for old people who need clinic care, nursing service, or a chance to learn a new skill in order to support themselves. And for children to whom family life has been denied and who need institutional or foster home care. So, when you make your October pledge to the red feather campaign, remember that it's a United Community Campaign and pledge something extra this year. Give the United Way. The Aldrich Family is transcribed. It's written by Clifford Goldsmith. Henry is played by Bobby Ellis and Homer by Jack Grimes. Mr. and Mrs. Aldridge are House Jameson and Catherine Roth. Your announcer is Dick Dudley. Tonight, it's the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show and Theater Guild on the Air over NBC. Mm -hmm.